Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Carol's Corner MMA Podcast with your host, Kyle Carroll. Uh, we'll be joined tonight by Sam uh, Honig. I apologize if I mispronounced that, but he should be on in a little bit, finishing up sparring, so he should be joining us shortly. Um, in the meantime, um, be sure to find all our shows on MyMMANews.com. Go on there. Go into the tab. You'll find Carol's Corner under podcast. Click it. And I'll have all of our all of our shows listed under there. Um, be sure to follow us on social media at My MMA News, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, add to the fifty thousand plus that we have already on Facebook, uh, and then also follow us on um, our direct little website for our website for social media site on Facebook at Carol's Corner MMA, uh, and you'll find us on there as well. Um, be sure to check it out. Follow us. Um, interact with us. Uh, we have a lot of cool stuff going up lately. Uh, this past weekend, myself and Bill McKee, the a photographer for My MMA News, we went to BJJ uh, tournament, the Grappling Industries tournament out in Manhattan, which was uh, an awesome event. It was a fun, a blast. Went in, took a ton of photos, uh, wrote a couple articles about it. Uh, the super fight went off 40 minutes. Seemed like a long time, but Intense match. These guys went at it um, between um, uh, Mansher Munch, um, Kahara. Pretty sure I'm mispronouncing that, but I apologize. And then uh, Eddie Cummings of uh, Renzo Gracie uh, Academy. Uh, those two guys ended up going at it. Cummings ended up coming out with the win after a referee's decision of 40 minutes where no one scored points. Um, so it was pretty interesting to watch. We have the whole thing on um, in the article on MiamiMainNews.com, so check it out cut down to four different spots so you can uh, watch each and every one individually if you want. Uh, so, like I said, it's 40 minutes, pretty good action in there. And then um, this weekend, so on Thursday, I'll be headed to the NCAA's Division One Championships for Wrestling at Madison Square Garden. It starts at, like, in the afternoon on Thursday and goes all the way through to six sessions, all the way to Saturday evening, which every single one is on ESPNU as well as ESPN3 if you want to watch it. Be sure to check that out. Um, I'll be there pumping out some articles about matches, uh, big-name matches going on. Um, I'm also going to put out an article tonight if anyone wants to do brackets. You know how they do March Madness for basketball? Well, you could do March Madness for wrestling. We're going to pick a bracket. You fill it out the best you think is going to happen. Always upset, just like the big dance for basketball. All sorts of great things going on. So be sure to fill that out. Um, send one in uh, to me, and we'll we'll put it up. Uh, winner, we'll, we'll find a prize. Winner gets something. That'd be awesome. Um, see if you can compete against my brackets. I'll post my brackets later this evening, like I said. So be sure to uh, join us doing that. Um, yeah, so we'll be headed out to Madison Square Garden. I'm pretty pumped for it. I went three years ago in 2013 in Iowa. Um, had a blast. 
in Des Moines. Uh, for small state, small towns, it's a blast out in Iowa. I also went to Iowa City for um, U.S. team trials in 2012 and had a blast out there. So, yeah, be sure to check it out. Um, should be awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing some big MMA fighters there. You know, Weidman's probably going to be there and a few others. Oh, Jenkins, um, um, Gary and Caldwell, all the guys that used to wrestle in college, champions, place winners, all the NCAA guys. So be sure to go there, check it out if you can, get some tickets. Uh, there's a link on, uh, excuse me, on Facebook where I know Hofstra still has a few tickets left, so contact them. But I uh, will be joined by Sam the Marine Honig. He's a ATT Whitestone fighter, American Top Team Whitestone fighter, amateur fighter, because um not sure of his record yet. We're going to find that out. Uh, we have a lot to ask him. I'm curious to have his fight coming up April 2nd. And at the uh, Knife, as they call it, New York Fight Exchange um, promotion, which takes place in Jamaica, Queen. Uh, so be sure to go and check that out as well. If you can't get tickets, contact them online. I'm sure they'll be more than happy to find you tickets. There's, all, everyone's always trying to sell them and get tickets out as well. So um, I believe that also Cody Payne is also going to be fighting on this card as well. His teammate um, who fights at 155. I believe Sam fights at 170. But uh, Cody Payne is a little bit lighter. He's at 155. So it should be interesting. Uh, Jay and Olin will be there. So it should be good. Should be have a good time. And be sure to check us out, like I said, on Facebook, My MMA News. Um, I know that on there they have a photo of Chuck Liddell's daughter going on a prom date or a date. I don't think it's prom, but just a date. And uh, him and someone else are um, staring down the uh, the bachelor taking out his daughter. So kind of funny, kind of entertaining. Check that out. And as well as from the grappling industry, we've got a bunch of videos going to go up every day, continuing up until I run out of videos to put up as well. And then... Um, yeah, like I said, articles, and we're also doing, uh, the owner, Eric Howell, is doing a, um, a way to try to promote amateur fighters. So if you're an amateur fighter and you want to be recognized, be sure to uh, send something into the website, um, send your name, and he started was just going to do one or two, but we got thousands of spots on the website, on Facebook. People blew it up, thousands of comments likes, win nuts, and all these amateur fighters. And yeah, I think he's just going to do like one a day or one, I think he said one a day, but it could be one a week. I might be wrong. Be sure to check that out if you can. Send your stuff and if you're an amateur fighter, just struggling to get some recognition. Uh, want to get in there, want to fight, looking for promoters, because we do know people who are matchmakers can help um, drop names and suggest other fighters. And it's always good to get a little promotion when, uh, if your career is just starting, uh, the more the merrier. It helps you out. I'm definitely, I know what, well, Dana White and all those guys, they always find uh, fighters through different uh, channels. So be sure to check it out. Um, Sam should be joining us shortly. Um, be sure to uh, tune in, and it should be a good one. Well, we're going to take a quick second break, wait till I see him on the screen, and then we'll be right back. All right, just hold on one moment.
All right, well, we're waiting. I'm going to go back to a little bit of college wrestling. For those of you who know, the 2016 Rio Olympics, Summer Olympics coming up, has has Olympic wrestling. And the Division One NCAA's um, champions earn a spot to go to the Olympic to U.S. team trials, which take place in uh, Iowa this year. It's, um, so if you win the championships, you automatically get there. But the thing is, there's a few fighters who um, who actually, or excuse me, wrestlers, who actually earned a spot. There's actually five of them. So if they do win, it becomes a... Um, just an empty space, and no, no one gets that spot. So, um, yeah, so there'll be uh, five people going. One is uh, Nathan Tomasello from Ohio State. Uh, the other one is Nick uh, Jarzdowski from NC State. He's a runner-up, or he's a two-time national champion. And then the other one is, um, and this is for the men's freestyle, the other one is uh, the NCAA runner-up from last year, Kyle Snyder. He's also youngest world champion and all senior freestyle, youngest American winner, world champion on the freestyle, yeah, freestyle market. Jesus, I'm tongue-tied tonight. But, um, yeah, so there's three of them, plus the uh, Roman Greco. Um, you got uh, Adam Kuhn from Michigan, and then um, the wrestler from uh, Iowa as well in the uh, Roman, Greco-Roman um, division who's going to be going as well. I uh, say a stall. So uh, there'll be five altogether, and four of which are from the, uh, the heavyweight division, which is pretty uh, pretty good for the United States. Um, curious to see if any of these guys end up uh, transferring over to MMA, which would be cool, especially with their, the quality of their backgrounds. They're a huge, that's um, my 285. Um, so should be good. Now, Sam just messaged me and said he'll be joining us in five minutes. It'll be awesome. So be sure to uh, tune in and listen. Um, so the remaining uh, road to Iowa City trials, so it's in Iowa City at um, Carter Hawkeye Arena for the U.S. team trials, um, will be March 17th to, to the 19th, the NCAA Division One Championships, uh, Greco-Roman and Freestyle. And then March 26th, the Women's University Nationals at Oklahoma City. Um, and then April 2nd to the 3rd, last chance trial qualifier for Cedar Falls, or in Cedar Falls, Iowa, excuse me. And that's for freestyle Greco-Roman in the women's division, women's freestyle. So um, you can find tickets online. You can call 1-800-IA-HAWK um, or go online to Iowa City, um, PO. Uh, to Rio, okay, so T-O-R-I-O dot com, to Rio. All right, so be sure to check that out. It's always a blast. Um, but make sure you check it out. You know, wrestling is the foundation of everything. It's awesome. I'm a huge fan of it. It takes over at one point. Look how many wrestlers were the UFC champion. You, know, you don't see that often. Um, you don't see uh, BJJ uh, taking over like wrestling has. Uh, just a different sport, different attitude, different type of uh, breed of guys. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, be sure to check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's just see if we can... Uh, should we call in any minute? All right, someone, uh, Sam, you there? Hey, what's going on? 
Hey, how you doing, Sam? Good, good, good. Glad to hear. How'd uh, sparring finish up? It finished up well. Uh, I feel strong. I have, uh, I got some of the world's greatest training partners pushing me and making this, uh, making sparring not easy, which I love. Uh, great group of guys, great group of men. I love it. Awesome. Um, and now your nickname is the Marine, right? So you've been through boot camp. You've been through quite a bit as a Marine. Um, can you tell us how long you've been fighting for? Um, I got started in 2005 with the Marines. We did some grappling. We did some striking, and I, I liked it. Um, at that time, I was living in Huntington. Um, I started off at um, at Matt Sarah's place. And then I moved out to um, St. James, joined up with American uh, Fighter out there, um, trained with them a lot. A couple of the guys that I trained with are uh, pro fighters in Bellator and uh, CFFC, uh, Ring of Combat, uh, great um, pro promotions. Uh, one of my teammates just made it into the UFC. Uh, then I started dating um, uh, powerhouse Paige uh, DiBartolo from American Top Team, and she introduced me to some great guys, uh, one of whom is sitting right here with me, uh, Coach uh, J. Isaac Bruce. Uh, he's uh, he's the man that uh, he gave me the chance, and I've never I've never turned back. Uh, awesome. Uh, say hi to Jay for us. Um, I'm not sure if he's on the line. Say hi to him for us. Hey, I'm just listening in. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. We just finished putting Sam through that workout, like he was saying. So he sounds a little winded, but you know, it's all for the for the greater good. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so, uh, all right. So you met Jay. You got into fighting. Um, tell us your perspective of um, ATT Whitestone, like. I keep hearing it from all the fighters. What, what makes it such a tight-knit family? Um, it is like a family. Camp, and we're all uh, healing up, enjoying our victories. We go out. We eat together. Um, we go to each other's homes. Um, we hang outside. We hang out with each other outside of the gym. On a on a regular basis, uh, I mean, I mean, I've been over uh, Coach Jay's house. We've gone fishing together, a bunch of us. Uh, we get together for the UFC fights. I mean, all my all my uh, fighting teammates—they're like brothers and sisters to me. Uh, I've co- I've told Coach uh, Jay this plenty of times. He's like a father to me, a father figure. Um, he's just an all-around great guy. Uh, then I have uh, Coach uh, Anthony Androssi, who's going to be my other cornerman for my upcoming bout. He's also a great guy. Brought my MMA to a whole new level. Um, who else have I worked with? Uh, Nathaniel King. Uh, he's done uh, pad work with me. Um, Tali Corsi, Cody Payne. Uh, the list goes on of um, great people over here. I mean, I can't can't just single out everybody. Anybody, it's uh, like you said, it's a, it it's a family. Uh, whether you're a member here or you see it outside, we're always 
we travel in a pack, and we always have each other's back no matter what. That's awesome, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I see photos all the time on Facebook where you guys are out to the diner or celebrating someone's birthday. So it's pretty cool that you guys are that close in and outside of the gym. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a sneaky uh, surprise party. <laughs> um, can you tell us uh, what your record is and what weight class you're fighting for on April 2nd? Uh, my record is 2-0. and I'm, uh, I'm going down to 145. Um. Yeah, in like three weeks. Okay, now is the cut a uh, difficult cut for you, or is it kind of something that just gra- gradually just drops off, and and then you do the normal basic uh, weight cut at the very end? Um, this weight cut has actually been e- easier than I anticipated. Um, I'm doing a. I I've mixed up a lot. I'm eating a lot cleaner. I'm eating a lot more greens. I'm using uh, a Ninja juicer, um, adding into my diet. So I've, I mean, I'm having like two juices a day, a lot of greens, a lot of lean meats. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's been relatively easy. My I seem that my energy is good, and uh, it's been great. Awesome. Now, do you guys use like um, a specific person, like a coach in the gym, that kind of? Um keeps you like teaches you like a strict diet how to what to eat when to eat it and uh, how to feel your body or you guys kind of just kind of do it on your own research it on your own and just kind of um kind of learn it as you go uh i really have like no comment for that i don't like giving away secrets all right <laughs> gotcha all right um so um other than like the marines do you have like a background in combat sports um, besides the Marines, um, jujitsu has always been a very strong part of me. Um, now wrestling is becoming a strong part of me. I mean, I have so many, uh, people that test each and every skill that I, that I need to possess to be a full, well-rounded, um, fighter that I, I really don't rely on just one art anymore. Right. All right. Um, now, would you consider yourself uh, stronger in any one area than another, or um, do you feel pretty well-rounded in everything? I feel pretty well-rounded in uh, in everything. I mean, I train my ass off, whether it's uh, the boxing game, the Muay Thai game, jiu-jitsu, wrestling. I, I, I work. I put everything I have into it. I do everything 100%. Um, that's just the way I am. That's just the way the Marines made me. That's just the way my coaches mold me. There's no half-assing it. This isn't this isn't a hobby. Anybody who thinks that amateur MMA is a hobby is a fool or shouldn't do the sport. This is uh, this is much bigger than that. Okay, now because a lot of people, I think I know a lot of people do. Uh... Like, you know, they fight once or twice, and then they're like, yeah, this ain't for me. And they do consider it a hobby. Do most people, like, is that what makes your gym, that like, kind of like a rising gym, the fact that everyone there kind of has goals to become professional fighters and then go deep in their professional careers? Yeah, I would definitely say that's true. I mean, I look up to uh, Nathaniel King. He's a pro Muay Thai fighter. I look up to Ryan Peterson. He's a pro MMA fighter, two-time CFFC champion. Um, I look at uh, Cody. He's a fellow MMA amateur with me, but he is 
an outstanding striker, and he's got the belt to prove it. And I was there that night. He won that belt, and he proved it time and time again after that bell rang and when that round was over. I mean, these these young bucks that come in, 30-day trials, new members, they see uh, the grit that it takes. And they'll pull the coaches aside. They'll pull the fighters aside, and they'll say, hey, what do I have to do to make myself better? And I see a lot of... Um, a lot of rising stars on their way they just got to sharpen up a few things here and there but they'll be taking my place uh once i uh i'm aiming for the bigger picture of going pro and we're going to need another amateur 145 so i like working with those guys to help them mold their amateur career and let them realize what they need to do yeah definitely now um as a marine how how did uh the Marines, like you said, you did some uh, grappling and striking. How did uh, just being a Marine itself, how did that translate over to being a fighter? Um, it trans over in a very personal sense to me. Um, anybody who's seen my fight, they've seen my war flag. Um, they've seen Corporal Christopher Shera. They've seen Lance Corporal uh, Craig J. Ordway. They've seen Lance Corporal Tommy Pugs Pugliese, and they've seen uh, Corporal Andrew Salaberia. These guys used to be um, training partners of mine over at 6th Communication Battalion, New York. Um, we would always fool around in the motor pool or go in the, go in the uh, McMap room, which is the Marine Corps Martial Arts Program room, and grapple and strike. And Unfortunately, they're not here with me today, so I always... I always carry them on my back. I carry them into the cage. I carry them on the mat. So it doesn't really matter where I am, um, whether it's here at ATT or um, over at Nefi. It's just I fight for them. I fight for my fallen brothers, and um, that's pretty much how it, it transitions. I They were supposed to uh, train with me when I got home from my tour in Afghanistan, but um, plans change, and I still uh, I still move towards the goal of making them proud and bringing them along for the ride. Oh, we uh, we started to hear about your friends, and we de- I know everyone uh, listening thanks you for your service to the country. Um, definitely, Sam. Um, now. Um, as like you tell us about your fight coming up, um, who you're fighting, um, and what you expect entering the fight. Um, I'm fighting a a young gentleman by the name of Mason uh, Diajapalo. I'm really bad with names, so Mason, if you're listening, sorry for butchering your name. Um, I expect a tough fight. I mean, anybody who's willing to get into the cage is a tough guy in my eyes. I speak no no smack about my opponents. He's got all the respect, but I expect this to be a tough fight, and I train for tough fights. And, um, I mean, it's just, once those cage doors close, I'm just, I'm a different human being. I mean, I care about my training partners. I can't, I care about, everybody here at ATT, but 
I mean, work is work. I'm sorry, but it's business, Mason. Afterwards, I know you're of legal age to have a beer. I'll have a beer with you. We can talk. Um, my last two opponents, they hit me up on Facebook. They want to be my friend. But in that cage, you're standing in the way of me and my fallen buddies towards that ultimate goal. And that's the 145 strap for Nefi in my pro career. Okay. Um, now, is this for a title fight? Uh, is this a title fight? No. It's just uh, it's just a regular it's just a regular fight. I'm just climbing that ladder. Okay. I'm not saying I deserve a title fight after this. I'm not saying I don't. I do. Whatever it is, I, I just like to fight. I'm not there to run my mouth. I'm not there to demand things. I'm there to put on a show for all the New York Fight Exchange fans, for Michael Washington, for Tom Sconzo, for giving me this opportunity for the third time now. And I, I just plan on not disappointing anybody. Okay. Now, um, can you tell us about, I guess, um, short-term goals within the fight? And then maybe uh, if you want to expand um, long-term goals after this fight? Uh, Short-term goals is I would like to walk away from this fight unscathed. Unfortunately, my first Nifi fight back in January of last year, I I, uh, I hurt my hand, had to take some time off. Um, but it's back. It's stronger than ever. I'm uh, definitely using it a lot more. Uh, long-term after this fight, uh, I'm looking to fight again. Um, I'm going to get back to work. I'm going to sharpen my uh, my tools that need to be sharpened. And I'm gonna make those tools that are already sharp deadly. Okay, and uh, yeah, don't mind me. You're like 28, 29, right? No, I'm actually 30. Oh, 30. Okay. Now, do you have like a time frame with like um, amateur fights where you want to uh, like get the professional, or is there really no rush, or is there like a game plan you have set? You just um, I do feel like I need to rush. But at the same time, I don't want to rush too quickly. I mean, these pro guys, they're animals. They got they got some really nice skills. And, I mean, I watch UFC, Bellator, 1FC, Ring of Combat. I mean, these guys are no joke. And if I rush it, I just see something bad happening, and then I'm out of the sport too soon. If I make it to the pros, which I know I will, then so be it. If I don't make it to UFC, I'm not going to cry about it. If I make it to Bellator, all right, I can I can have kids. I can raise them and say, hey, daddy was a pro fighter. I may not have gone against Conor McGregor or Jose Aldo, but you know what? I did what very few people ever did and became a professional fighter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, not not many people can say that. Um, that would that'd be awesome. Now, uh, like, if, if say, like, you had, like, an opportunity, like, I know uh, local fighter James Gonzalez had a recent opportunity to jump up to Ring of Combat and fight his professional debut, would that be something you would, uh, I guess, say, jump at, or is it something that you would have to really think about? Uh, wait, can you repeat that one more time? I was saying um, a local fighter from Long Island, the New York area, uh, he was an amateur fighter, and he was given the opportunity, um, I believe it was at 140, 145, to fight at. Yeah, it was at um, 140. 
uh, to fight at Ring of Combat. Now, would that be something, like, if you had an opportunity like that, would that be something you would jump at, or would you really have to put a lot of thought into? No, I probably wouldn't. Um, not many people know that um, James and Gonzalez and I are actually uh, friends. Um, oh, cool. I was okay. a white belt. Uh, he was a blue belt. He coached me in my first tournament. Um, he and I have kept in contact with each other ever since. I congratulated him on his on his pro debut. Unfortunately, he did lose um, by decision, I think it was. Uh, James, is a young kid. James is a young kid. Um, he's got all the time in the world to grow and flourish, and I see him being a champion one day, and hopefully our, our paths cross one day. I mean, he's a friend. He, he was a mentor at one point, but I'm going to take my time. I'm in no rush. I mean, 30 isn't, 30 isn't old. 30 isn't old at all. I, I, I would agree. I'm turning 30 at the end of the month. I'm going to agree with you on that. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Um, is uh, Jay still there? Yeah, Jay's still here. You're still awesome. Jay, I just uh, curious um, from as a coach perspective, what can you tell us? Uh, what makes Jay, uh, excuse me, James? I'm sorry, Sam, such a good, uh, tough fighter. He's two and zero. What makes him uh, a, a good prospect in the MMA uh, community? Uh, I think the best thing that any fighter can can have is listen to instruction. Um, my dealings with Sam, with uh, working with him and cornering him and just being in the gym with him, he listens. I think that's something that he got from the Marines where they just listen to instruction, they follow, they don't question, they just do what they what their uh what uh their coach tells them or in the Marines case the uh drill instructor. Yeah, drill instructor says. So um, he listens, he does exactly what I say, he does exactly what Anthony says, he he doesn't waver from the plan. You know, he just he just puts in the work. Well, if I tell him to throw a two all night, he'll throw the two all night. If I tell him to slip weave, throw the kick, he's going to do that all night. He doesn't question me. So that's a good attribute that I, that I like. Um, now, I believe is uh, Cody Payne as well fighting on this card? Yes, sir. He's on the same card, yep. <clears throat> so when you're training, um, I guess you're training multiple fighters for a card coming up, uh, is there a specific like way you train? You train both of them very similar, or do you kind of – adapt the game plan for each individual fighter heading into the fight? No, actually, each of them has their own personality. So I kind of train them towards their own personality. You know, like on a – I'll just give you a quick rundown. If I walk in with Cody one day, he likes to listen to a certain kind of music. That music comes on. And then we'll work his drilling. Cody's more of a flashy, you know, uh, boxer-type, puncher-type guy. Whereas Sam, you know, Sam comes in, I put on his music, and he's just more of a, just a beast, man. He comes in very hard. He leaves very hard. He doesn't play any games. You know, everything is, he comes in, he puts in work, and he leaves. He's just trying to finish. Cody is more of a showman. You know, he's going to look good <laughs> doing what he's doing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Work. So you would say like more of a grinder, like Samuel. Would you consider yourself more of a grinder? Yeah, that's the word I was looking for, a grinder. There you go. Yeah, I like to grind. I like to push the pace. Um, I have a very deep gas tank um, thanks to uh, some great strength and conditioning. 
Um, I'm just I, I I look for the short night, but I don't look for it in a sloppy manner. Right. I'm very methodical in what I do. Um, from my first fight, I used my ground and pound to my jujitsu. In my second fight, I used my wrestling to my ground and pound to my jujitsu. I mean, if that's what the person gives me, I'll take it. But I'm also able to create the openings that I do mm-hmm. through working uh, proper drilling with Coach Jay and Coach Anthony and everybody who's been uh, doing work with me. Awesome. That's fine. Now, um, sorry, my questions. Um if you had an opportunity to finish a fighter in any way, any shape or form, what would be your favorite way of finishing a fight early if you can? My favorite way would probably have to be um, a head kick. The head kick? The head kick. Awesome. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of – that is definitely a popular one. I know a lot of people like to uh, crack someone in the skull with their foot. Yeah, awesome. I mean – the reason for that is, like, I remember, um, where was it? You know, I was watching Cody fight, and he threw this one, two, three combination and threw a head kick and knocked the dude clean out. Like, this guy was out on the floor in the ring. And I was just screaming at the top of my lungs, and I just saw how crazy the crowd got. And I was like, you know what, if I could do that just once, I don't care how many fights, uh, I'd like to do that. Or by, like, a vicious wrestling slam. Okay. Kind of lift them up and drop them as hard as you can. Yeah, like a Matt Hussar. <laughs> awesome. All right, yeah, definitely. Um, tell, outside of the ring, uh, do you have any hobbies outside of, like, uh, training or anything? Um, Training takes a big part of my day and of my uh of my week um I work a full time job i i I'm up at like five o'clock in the morning training I shower then I go to work an eight hour shift and this is I live in Long Island I live all the way out east in Huntington so that's a hike every day yeah so I drive to Carl Place, which is like a forty minute drive to go to work after training for like an hour and a half. From Carl Place, I drive to Franklin Square to pick up my girlfriend, who was also a fighter, who you know very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Franklin Square, after maybe like resting for like 15, 30 minutes on her bed, um, I'm here at ATT for like two to three hours. Um, if I do have any time to myself, I hang out with my girlfriend, spend quality time with her. And uh, we have we have our reptiles. We have our bearded dragons, our iguanas an Argentinian tegu, so I like to hang out with the with the babies. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, you'll have to send us some photos and whatnot so we can check them out. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're big, they're fun, they're crazy looking. Nice. Now, what, now, what do you do for work, full-time job? I am actually, it's kind of funny to say, I'm an aquatic specialist and a reptile specialist Okay. at uh, Petco. In Carl Place. All right. Oh, so all right. So yeah. So you're working with animals and uh, reptiles all day. 
Yeah, I'm working with the fish. I'm making sure their tanks are clean. I'm making sure that everybody gets fed. Everybody looks good. Uh, I educate people who want to get aquariums. I educate people on who have reptiles, who want reptiles. Um, yeah. Awesome. That's, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, now, working a full-time job um, and then training in the morning, training at night, um, I'm sure you need sponsors to help pay for certain things and whatnot. And um, yeah. it's a lot of wear and tear on your body, I guess, long days. Um, I guess you want to tell us about some of your uh, sponsors? Uh, yeah, sure. I have um, Stop 20 Diner in Elmont. They've been my sponsor since the beginning. Um, I go there for Sunday brunch. I'll go there after sparring on Tuesdays. Um, Coach Jay's been there with me whenever we go. Um, I also have um, So Fine. They make my T-shirts. Uh, who else? I have Maxi Cigar Shop. We go. I go there to watch sports and everything, have a cigar here and there. Um, Kenny, one of the guys that goes there with me, his cigar, uh, the Chief, uh, they sponsor me. Fountain. Uh, they sponsor me. They're an alkaline water place. Um, they sell everything healthy to get your body detoxified. I drink their water. Uh, it's like a gallon and a quarter a day I drink, if not more. Oh, wow. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Susan's Closet, which is um, a charity foundation that Paige's aunt runs. Um, it's for... Um, you donate, like, baby stuff, um, cribs, uh, strollers, clothes, toys. It's also for, like, single parents you can that need clothes for, like, job interviews. You can donate, like, a suit or a nice dress. Oh, okay. Uh, who else? Shamrock, uh, which is a bar out in Huntington. Kevin, uh, he's supported me for two fights now. He's a great guy. I uh I've gone down there to like just relax. It's right on the water, so I love the I love the smell of low tide. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's so many uh, awesome. sponsors. Especially so many new ones right now that it's it's so hard to name them all, especially after a hard sparring session. Yeah, definitely. I totally understand that. Uh, if um, I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. Uh, well, if you want, you could always um, shoot me a message on Facebook afterwards, and I could pop them in the uh, in the article with the link to the uh, interview tonight. And I'll put that up as soon as we're done here after we wrap up. Um, before we wrap up, though, I wanted to ask. Um, I always ask everyone before at the end of an interview, what uh, what fight or fans don't know about you that you would want to let them know. Um. I would probably have to say, even though when you see training pictures of me, I have a very serious face on. I always look angry. I always look like I want to hurt someone. I'm actually a very fun, loving guy. Um, I love to joke around with my teammates. Um, when I feel like like stuff's getting too serious, I always crack a joke or like, I'll 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 hump somebody's leg just to get a laugh out of people. <laughs> I mean, I'm I I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm 
I say whatever the hell I want. I mean, I don't, I don't care about the repercussions because at the end of the day, no matter what, I still said it. Um, it's just, I, I just, I just like joking around. I like having fun. I'm, awesome. I'm not on Facebook a lot, so not many people really know that about me. Um, unless they know, they know me through the Marines, whether that's from Six Communications Battalion or MTM Company out in Los Pogas, California, or the guys or the men and the women that I served with in Afghanistan with CLC 153. Uh, quick shout out to all three of those places. Um, if any of them, any, any one of those guys could vouch for me. I mean, not many Marines in Afghanistan dress as a fairy for Halloween. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, I'm sure a lot of people got a nice amusement and chuckle out of that. Yeah, that that was, <laughs> It put a lot of smiles on the troops' faces, so it was. That's it was awesome. A, that was it was a good time. It, it it was the closest thing to like making that place feel like home. Awesome, definitely. Um, final thoughts before we wrap up. Final thoughts coming up to your fight. Anything like that? Um, quick shout out to the Shara family. Um, I miss Chris every day. Um, I still remember when I met him in Okinawa, Japan. Um, Craig J. Ordway, the Ordway family. Um, he and I graduated high school together. I miss him. He was like a, he was like a little brother to me. I, I miss him every day. I pass by his tombstone and pay my respects, whether it's I stop or um, point at him just to let him know, like, hey, you're still on my mind. Uh, Thomas Plugs Puglisi, uh, crazy dude. Uh, Puglisi family, your, your son was a great man. Uh, he was older than I am. Um, great kid, uh, great uh, motor key driver, fun guy to be around. Um, Andrew Salaberia, bro, we lost you way too early. Uh, he passed away last year before my my last fight. Um, my my heart's still with that family. This was a a, a tragedy, um, but. I know he's he's up in heaven riding his motorcycle every single day. Um, shout out to uh, Six Communication Battalion, uh, Senior Drill Instructor Andrew Garcia, Drill Instructor Sergeant Jean Vierre, Drill Instructor Sergeant Clay for making me the person I am today. Those three molded me in boot camp. Big big shout outs to Co- uh, Coach Jay, uh, Coach Anthony. Um, for believing in me, pushing me, no matter how much pain I'm in, whether I'm throwing up, dry gagging, not wanting to be there, they they don't let up. They they made me the fighter I am today, and that's one crazy ass dude that goes balls to the wall. Um, to my family that's in California, and to all my fans listening in. I'll see you April 2nd. I plan on putting on a good show and then jumping right back into training and then back to the next fight. Awesome. Um, Sam, well, pleasure having you on. Sam, uh, the Marine Honig, is going to be fighting April 2nd at the New York Fight Exchange in Jamaica, Queens. Uh, be sure to get your tickets. Go online. Um, 
contact Sam and Paige if you need tickets or go on to NewYorkFightExchange.com. Um, I'm sure they'll have tickets there if you need some. Uh, Sam, pleasure having you on. Um, thank you, thank and, you. Ladies and gentlemen. I got, uh, I got one more thing. Um, sure. Sorry, it's taking so long. Um, to all my fans out there, to everybody who knows me, um, I'm a big advocate for the military. I'm a big advocate for the veterans. Um, pretty much veteran lives matter. Do what you can to help them. I'm not saying I need help. I'm talking about my fellow brothers and sisters from, like, World War One, Korea, Vietnam. Help them out. Veterans need help. The VA doesn't does not do anything. And there's organizations out there that could really use, like, you can donate a pair of socks, and you're going to help a homeless veteran keep his feet warm during the cold. Um, donate a few dollars. You can help a veteran get, get some food. Um, just it's, it's not that hard. Wounded Warrior Foundation, uh, Boots on the Ground, NY, did work with Nefi. I mean, just... Uh, just help them out. Uh, uh, Sam, is there a place uh, someone can go to, like, online or anywhere to find out where to drop off, uh, say, like socks or anything that they have to donate? I mean, you could go to your nearest VA. For anybody on Long Island, you can go to the Northport VA. If you live in the city, there's the, the Brooklyn VA. Um, there's other VAs out there. There's definitely – you can look up um, veteran foundations, like w- Wounded Warriors 1. Uh, Boots on the Ground NY is another good one. Uh, there's so many out there. I don't have a favorite, but they all share the same goal, and that's to get the men and women who have fought for this country, who have fought for the Nefi fans, the UFC fans, the Bellator fans, to sit in that seat and cheer their, their favorite fighter. It, it, we helped you earn the right to sit in that chair. So the least anyone can do is give back to the men and the women that have sacrificed so much um, to protect this great country of ours. Definitely. Um, I'll, I'll put a link inside the article as well for a couple of the boots on the ground and uh, um, the veteran affairs. Um, I'll definitely put some links in there for anyone who's looking to donate something. Um, yeah. Sam, Sam, thank you again for coming on. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, find us on social media, like I said, My MMA News, or go onto our website, it's MyMMANews.com. Um, find us there. You'll find the article up. Um, check everything out. And uh, be sure to tune in April 2nd, New York Fight Exchange with Sam the Marine Honig. All right? Thank you very much. Sure. And, uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Good luck. Uh, good luck, uh, April 2nd. Thank you, thank you. And that will wrap up our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, next week we should have, um, I'm hoping to get uh, Chris Wade from the UFC on, lightweight fighter um, out of Iceland, New York. Um, he should be coming on. So be sure to tune in. And uh, thank you very much for listening once again. This is Carol's Corner MMA Podcast with your host, Kyle Carroll. We're joined by special guest Sam the Marine Honig. Um, thank you very much. And have a lovely evening.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.